Masters. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, it's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley, and here we go again. Seven ten of the morning, ten minutes after seven o'clock. The big gig is underway. Welcome to our swing and soiree. Bob Slider and I are going to hold forth here for the next few hours and hopefully inform and entertain you. You always can be part of our gig by calling in at three zero four two three two eighty two fifty four five or texting in at three zero four two one four sixteen hundred three zero four. 214-1600, Frio Stack Auction Service, text line or phone line. 45, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 44 at the Highlands. 42 in Elm Grove. And 43 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Um, just a light drizzle coming down this morning. Uh, this morning, but uh, And my a little dew on the windshield, Bob, but not a big deal out there. No, it was wet, uh, warm, uh, but but wet, and you know that's that's the factor that I'm getting a lot better with with my ragtop Jeep. <laughs> I have to go out there and get the water off of it because if not, well, I take a shower getting into the Jeep. So well, you know what? Maybe you should. This will help you. Just take a shower outside. That <laughs> a little soap and a t- take a towel with me, yeah, Howard. Yeah. Well, with this temperatures. Uh, you know, you can't, uh, you, you could probably do that. You know, mentioning shower, Howard, I, I got to share this with you right off the bat. <clears throat> okay. I noticed a change in my body this uh, morning. Just hold on one moment. <laughs> okay. Do, do, is this something you actually want to share here on the Yeah, radio? I think I have to because I think I need some answers, okay. Howard. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm showering up this morning. And I notice a, a change in my body. And I'm thinking... I wonder what caused that. The last time I was at Myrtle Beach was the year that James Gandolfini died. How many years has that been? It's been a while. Yeah. Five, it, six, more than that. Maybe. Oh, more, more, more than that. Maybe t- closer to 10. Okay. And it was June. Normally, I've been going to Myrtle Beach a long, long time, but normally the best months for me are May and September, possibly October. Those are my favorite months. Those are the months that I would go sure. the majority of the time. H- hadn't been there too many times in in June. I never put any kind of sunscreen, sunscreen? on. Never. Yeah. My body takes care of that itself. So I'll burn. To, so you start to wrink, wrinkle up? Yeah, I'll, bur- I'll burn them. Well, I've already done that, Howard. I already noticed that in the shower, but this is something else. Okay. So I burnt really bad that that summer, and I peeled like a snake. I mean, I one layer of skin come completely off of me, and it left freckles on my shoulder blades towards my back. Okay, I never had these freckles before. Okay, these were dark freckles, and I asked a couple people. I went and talked to a dermatologist one time, not about that, but I had some skin things taken off, and they said, "Ah, those will be with you the rest of your life," you know. But those happen. And I said, well, I didn't get them until, well, you're going to have those the rest of your life. They, 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 they've disappeared. Really? I noticed today. Gone? Looking, and what is noticeable is, is faded. Like they've been airbrushed out. <laughs> so I wonder what that means. I wonder if that is a sign <clears throat> that is good or bad. But my, my dark freckles have gone. Have disappeared, Howard. I would say, not being a 
dermatologist myself, nor have, ever having played one on TV. And don't want to be one. Don't want to be one. Uh, I would think it's probably a good sign. If you're out there listening and you are a dermatologist or maybe you've had this, maybe you can tell me off the air or share with us because it went from here to there. And now it's it's like, again, Howard, you can see maybe what faded, but these were dark, dark freckles. I mean, we're, we're always told to be alert for changes in moles or yes. anything on our body. And I guess that's a change, but I would think it is a change for the good. I mean, I, I would think something was there and it's gone. Yeah. Maybe, were they so, skin tags, little floppy things? Like well, that's thing? what I went to the dermatologist, <clears throat> dermatologist for, and that's when I asked him about about those freckles. And but but no, these were actual round freckles that I got that summer at Myrtle Beach, and now they they've disappeared, Howard. You know what I think it is? What is it, Howard? I think it comes from not drinking Pepsi. The Pepsi was causing the, the freckles. Pepsi it was, was not the, the sun. <laughs> you might have something there, Howard. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just, you know, trying to. Come. So, if anybody has some thoughts for Bob on this, 304-214-1600 for the text line, or 304-232-8255 if you want to give us a call and uh, <clears throat> share this case of the vanishing freckles. Don't you think it's a little strange? I mean, just to d- disappear. <laughs> Maybe my soap. Maybe I'm scrubbing up to maybe <laughs> leave a little hide you behind. Actually, maybe this maybe you're actually washing now. <laughs> I don't know, but I just noticed it. Howard. It wasn't. They weren't freckles. It was just dirt. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. In, interesting. Uh, interesting uh, information here this morning at seven fourteen on on the uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, what we're going to do, in addition to talk about Bob's vanishing freckles today, uh, it's time to look back on 2023. Willie Mayor Glenn Elliott coming in. To help us look back at the big stories of the friendly city in the past year, then Moundsville's city manager, Rick Healy, is coming by to review highlights in the Mound Town later this week. Tomorrow, Ogden reporter Stephen Adams in to talk about the big news this year in the Mountain State. Later today, Secretary of State Mac Warner drops by to talk about, no, not the CIA stealing the election. I told him, no, not talking about that, not going to do that. But to top of the need for poll workers, which is a serious issue in the state, and uh, being a military guy himself, Mac thinks that uh, retired military would be good poll workers. So we're going to talk with Mac about that. Groundbreaking comedian Tommy Smothers, dead at the age of 86. Bob and I will kind of reflect on the comedy and controversies of the Smothers brothers. And Bob, um, you mentioned yesterday at the beginning of Slider on Sports, you said uh, the beginning of the football season, it was for Neil Brown, was like, does he make it one more game? Does he make it one more game? And uh, and then he made it uh, two and through the season. Then came the question, does he get to a bowl game? He got a bowl game. question was, does he win a bowl game? And he won a bowl game last night. Yeah, I stayed up and watched it. And, you know, Howard, uh, I'm not the biggest Mountaineer fan uh, anymore. Those days are gone. But I had a real warm spot. I, I, I really felt good. But I felt good for Neil Brown. That, that's who I felt good for. Uh, apparently there were a lot of Mountaineer fans there. Not surprising. Close enough for a big drive. So a lot of folks were there. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of Mountaineer love that was uh, in the stadium. Apparently, I, I get, it's the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Is that right? Yeah, and it, I, I don't know if that's Duke. I don't know if that's Duke <clears throat> University. I don't know if that's a brand name Duke. And I really don't care, Howard, because I hate mayonnaise. So I didn't look <laughs> into that too closely. I saw a lot of uh, fo- Facebook people pretty upset with the ESPN announcers. Because they were they were trying to be ha 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 funny 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 West Virginia, what's the West Virginia traditional food? Pepperoni rolls. So they were putting mayo on their pepperoni rolls, 
And it's like everybody's going, what the hell? Whoever talked? No, you don't put mayo on pepperoni rolls. Well, it was the mayo bowl. I think they were just having fun. I, at first, I thought, who are these slugs? But they had a good time, and I think they were happy for, for Mountaineer fans also, Howard. Well, I did not see any of the game, but I saw the final score. What, 31-10? Help me with that. You're 30, close. 30-10. to 30-10. So uh, a win for the Mountaineers in the Dukes. And is, that's, I, I'm, I'm asking about that name because all along I've been calling it the Duke Mayo Bowl. But I, I double-checked. It's the Dukes. So it's like – Owned by the Duke. I, so I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if the Duke's mayo is a form of mayonnaise. Or, yeah. So I, I wouldn't know. know that. I don't know. Anyways, the Duke's yeah. Mayo Bowl uh, won by the Mountaineers, which I suspect means Neil Brown probably is okay for another year. You think the Mountaineer had mayonnaise dripping from his beard, Howard? <laughs> that would be. Yeah. 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 7-17 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Story front page of the Intel today has got me thinking, Bob. I, you know, we got a new year coming, right? And I don't, I'm, you know, it's not like contract negotiation time or anything. But with coming a new year here at the radio station, I wonder if we could convince the owners to do what they're going to do at Wheeling Park High School. They're putting in breakfast vending machines. I love that idea. I love that idea. Now, it's a serious story in the school system. The USDA, the federal government, requires the schools to offer a breakfast, and then it requires the schools to offer what they call a second breakfast for kids who are come to school later and don't eat until a second or third period. So uh, apparently, apparently, William Park High School has tried a diff- whole different ways to get the second breakfast out to the kids. They took carts through the hallway and, and all that kind of stuff. It didn't work. So they're, they're purchasing, as of last night, the Ohio County School Board agreed to buy two breakfast vending machines for the schools so kids can go and, you know, get... Now, you know, it's not going to be, I don't know, bacon and eggs, I suppose, or hollandaise sauce or anything. Uh, I'm sure it'll be your basic uh, healthy morning breakfast. But I got thinking, wouldn't that be great if we had a breakfast vending machine right here? Yeah. I know you don't sound enthused. I'm excited about this idea. Well, I mean, every once in a while, Jerry will bring us a sausage well, I don't biscuit. want to consider Jerry to be the vending machine. But that's, <laughs> I think that's a lot better than the machine. And this morning I brought donuts yeah, yeah, in. I was going to say, I think maybe we already have the vend- vending machine here. Maybe we just need it like a toaster. We could put some uh, waffles in there. Let go of my ego, Howard. Do you oh, like those? Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Howard is reaching for the glazed yeah, donut. I don't have a nap. And don't worry about that. Donnie's coming in at 12. So oh, we'll blame nah. Donnie. We'll blame Donnie Gilbert for it. <laughs> Donnie did it again. <laughs> just a quick bite. Can I have a quick bite? Sure, okay? Howard. That's a... You know, freshly baked oh, glazed God. donut from Reese Beck's in Elm Grove. God, my hands are messy. The table they is were, messy. They oh. were warm when I put them in the sack there, Howard. Oh, they are good. Well, I'm now it requires a cup of coffee. No. There's <laughs> ah. your breakfast right there. Breakfast vending. But I'm telling you, I think we should talk to the boss about this. I, at least because if Jerry does not come and bring us uh, food or Shane sometimes, um, we could have, you know, just go out in the hallway now, look, we can fill it with anything we want. I said the school's going to have to have, because it's you know, federally mandated, they got to have good food. I don't know what they'll have in there. What, what, will, be, what will be a good food? Fruit, bacon. I, I want yeah. bacon, Howard. Yeah, I'm thinking bacon's not. But there's no reason, just because the school systems are going to do good food to meet the requirements, we could put in there, uh, you know, could we put in, yeah, yeah, bagels, donuts like this? Maybe, huh? Better be hungry. 
Breakfast vending machines coming to Wheeling Park High School. They bought two of them. They say if it works out well, they'll end up buying more uh, for um, for the school. I can the idea again. Uh, the, uh, if I understand the article right by Jocelyn King this morning, the idea is that the, the school system always, as we know, offers a breakfast for students. It's a no charge breakfast for everybody. Every student can get it uh, at the beginning of the school day. And then for those who do not eat early, they'll have a second breakfast. That's what it's called. USDA calls it a second breakfast. Um, but I'm thinking if this is if they put good stuff in that machine, I can picture all the kids saying, "Well, heck, let's have a second breakfast." Did you eat breakfast when you were in school? No, I've never been a breakfast person. Uh, I'm a, I'm a lunch person, Howard. I like to eat a hearty lunch. A hearty lunch. Yes. Well, I can speak from experience. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you so do. if I eat breakfast, I wouldn't have any. Wouldn't have room for the hearty lunch. Seven twenty-one, twenty-one after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, Ohio Valley headlines with Rebecca Little coming up in about ten minutes or so, uh, and uh, then later on, as I mentioned, Mayor Elliott's going to drop by talking about the big stories of the year. I tried to reflect on my own last night about what some of the big stories in Wheeling were. Um, the intel has already run a couple of top 10 stories over the last several days. I think the intel's probably right. Probably the two biggest stories of the year in Wheeling were two of the most recent stories, Bob. I'll see what the mayor says about this. The homeless issue, the whole complete homeless issue, um, and the streetscape. Those are probably two of the biggest stories of the year, wouldn't you think? My top three, rounding out the top three, I thought the the Roxby scandal, whatever, you know. Yes, that would be a big one. That would be a big one. Yep, absolutely. So Mayor Elliott will talk about that coming up a little bit uh, later on. Um, and there's one local business offering a pretty neat deal for um, to try to encourage us to not just to support our local businesses downtown, but to maybe win money doing so. How do you do that, Howard? Uh, are we you. eligible? I am going to tell you. I think we are. I'm going to tell you that and more coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Toyota Thon is on, making right now the perfect time to get a great deal on your next car, truck, or SUV, like a sporty 24 Camry or affordable and stylish Corolla, both with available all-wheel drive. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Tundra with enough cargo space for anything the winter has in store. Find out more at buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. But hurry, Toyota Thon ends January 2nd. Toyota, let's go places. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. 
Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Bear and Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old Boys is all we'll ever be. Since 1987, Liberty Distributors has been one of the state's leading suppliers of quality commercial print paper, janitorial supplies, custom packaging, and shipping materials. Liberty has made customer focus and care the first rule of business. We also focus on being environmentally conscious by offering a complete and certified line of green products. Visit LibertyDistributors.com for a full view of our product catalog now with our 20,000 products, training videos, and more. Liberty Distributors, serving the entire Ohio Valley for 30 years. It's the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. On air, online, on demand, and on video. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. If we make it through December I like this song Everything's gonna be alright, I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine It is the Watchdog Morning Show here at the Watchdog Radio Network. Uh, what is the time, Bob? I lost my clock here for... Keep a keep a hand on your clock there, Howard. It's uh, forty three <laughs> degrees. No, that's the temperature. That's temperature. What'd you say? Oh, clock. you want the time? The clock. Seven twenty six. I there found, you I found it. I, I my problem is the the uh, the clock is also on where I get messages from, personal messages, and my wife has been texting me like crazy all morning long. I don't know if you heard the quacking in the background or not. To alert me to the fact, and now I've got at least two more texts coming in on 304-214-1600. Our audio stream is down this morning. You cannot get us online at watchdognetwork.com. That is a um, a follow-up to the fact that we had to turn the stream off last night in order to broadcast the Duke's Mayo game because that was a requirement of ESPN. We could not put it on our audio stream. So we had to turn the stream off, and apparently uh, the powers that be didn't turn it back on. So we are not, I repeat, not streaming this morning, so I do apologize for that. It is embarrassing to say this, being a radio guy for all of my life. In the Monroe household, we don't have a radio. So my wife listens every morning either on Alexa or on TuneIn or at watchdognetwork.com on the streaming audio, and uh, she's, she's upset she can't get anything this morning because we don't have a radio in the, in the house. She's going out and trying to use now the uh, weather radio, see if you can get the weather radio to work. Um, text line, online, this listening, not working. Yes, I appreciate that. Thank you for telling us. I always ask you to let us know. I do. We do, do know. We are aware of that. Um, and let's see. Can we get a signal in Clarington? Uh, audio, the broadcast signal should be there. 
But um, although I don't know what time power goes up in December, we have a lot of different things that require, you know, the FCC requires us to turn our power down at certain times, up at certain times, early morning. Uh, we have to be at somewhat reduced power until full power comes, and that changes every month, so I don't know what time that is. Uh, we'll do our best there, Clarington. And again, I'm sorry we are not online today. We will hopefully get that fixed as soon as we can. 728 here on the uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Tom Smothers died yesterday. You remember, of course, I'm sure, the Smothers Brothers. Bob, you were, were you a fan, or at least you were aware of them? I was a fan of the Smothers Brothers. I really enjoyed their CBS show. That is one of the first TV programs I can remember. Again, you know, that would have been the Vietnam uh, years. It was just my mother and I and uh, one TV, and uh, she was a big fan of that show. I didn't get it. You know, they had two it brothers was, there. It, it I, I didn't understand what was going on. sophisticated television, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, they were controversial. I was young, but I knew CBS hated their guts. Absolutely. Took them off the air a couple times. Uh, they insisted on talking about the Vietnam War and that it was a bad thing. Uh, they did a lot of political satire. and there was a comedy show, Tom and Dickie Brothers, uh, Smothers, and uh, it was a comedy show. Uh, and they did some straight comedy bits, and they played with the guitar, and that's you know. I mean, but but when it came time to offer little monologues, it was always not always, but frequently, um, biting sarcasm, and they were they were always always fighting with CBS. You can't say that. Well, we're going to say that, and they were a popular show. And when you're a popular show. Sometimes you go, we're going to say it anyways. And so it was kind of fun. It, it, it was a different TV show. Again, we're talking probably 67, 68, right. uh, something like that. I remember a guy on their show by the name of Pat Paulson. I thought he was funny. I don't know if he ran for president. I don't know if I got his jokes, but I laughed at him. I thought he was funny. And the other thing I can remember about the Smothers Brothers, they would have rock groups on there that you would like Led Zeppelin or uh, the Who. I, and you know, my mom would probably turn it off then. But they were just totally different than any other it, TV show. Anything. It was a variety, quote variety, a comedy variety show, which of course we don't have any anymore. But it was a comedy variety show. Focused on, and you're right, it was really adult satire. You had to, you know, kids didn't really get it at all. Sometimes there's, there's satire that kind of kids can get, and, and then adults get it even better. we tough for kids to get some of that stuff, because it was truly adult satire. My mom always liked my brother best. You and mom, you and my mom and my brother get together and say, we don't like you. My mom gave you a dog. My mom gave my brother a dog, and I didn't get to have a dog. You got to have a dog in more than anything in the whole world. I wanted to have a dog of my own. I asked my mom, I said, Mom, I want to I wanna have a dog like my brother Dickie Smothers. You remember me. I'm Tommy Smothers. <laughs> and I never got to all have right, a that dog, is, and I, you wouldn't let it, me play I, with your dog or anything. I remember when I was 10 years old, I said, oh, if I could only have a dog, my brother had a dog, I and I couldn't. Crying, I honey. didn't get to play with your dog, and Why you, you would always tell mom when I play with your dog, "Hey, Tommy's playing with my dog." You remember Tommy, the kid you don't like so much? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a bicycle either. <laughs> the other thing I remember, Howard, they were folk singers. They were. 
they would stand there and sing like Peter, Paul, and Mary or, you know, the Where Kingston Trio. all the flowers gone? And yeah. then they would just stop <laughs> and they would rag on each other and do their comedy bit, which, again, was, was totally different than anything it, it else. It was a very, very different kind of show. Again, very controversial. CBS took them off a couple times. They were eventually uh, canceled. I'm looking at a story here about this. Listen to some of the writers on that show. These are writers. They were just writers, not producers, no big name. Steve Martin was a writer for the Smothers Brothers. Lorne Michaels, the creator of um, Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Yeah. Rob Reiner, now one of the biggest movie producers of all time. Uh, all, were, all were writers on the uh, Smothers Brothers show. Got their start writing for Dickie and Tom. Um, and, you know, okay, so they leave CBS, and I, they were still around until yesterday You know when he passed away. <laughs> But I don't think they ever hit the heights again, did they? Oh, I don't Howard? think I don't know they ever came back on the air again, did and they? Probably CBS had something to do with that. And if you're if you want to see a, a Tommy Smothers clip, do you remember when Yoko Ono and John Lennon did this uh, love in in Canada? I they weren't going to get out of bed. Yeah, was there? I don't remember the Smothers Brothers connection. Well, but. there is one because they invited mm-hmm. some top celebrities at that time to join them in bed. Okay, I can't make this up. And there's a clip. And they're going to play a song. And Tommy Smothers has his guitar, and he's in bed with Yoko and, and John Lennon. And there's other people in bed. And they're playing this song. And John Lennon said, oh, stop. Tommy Smothers is doing this elaborate guitar picking. Yeah. And he said, oh, 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 stop that. What are you doing? Don't do that anymore. And he, like, looks there in shock because John Lennon just scolded him in the love-in. I did not know that. Yeah, you have to check that out. YouTube, I'm sure you'll find. Apparently, according to, the, again, the story I have in front of me, uh, a CNN story, um, just last year they announced they were returning to the stage. They were going to do a uh, stage tour this year. And uh, clearly they won't do it now. That'll be a solo for, uh, what, Dickie survives him? I, I, Dick- I always thought Dickie was the older brother, wasn't he? No, Dickie was. Um, Tom Smothers was one year older than Dick. Ah, gotcha. Smother, Tom Smothers died yesterday at the age of 86, and uh, Dick was uh, a year, a year younger. So um, they were. It was a. It was a great show. I remember more of it than you do because I was a little bit older at the time. But uh, it was. Uh, and I'm sure albums was big. Uh, their comedy oh, albums. They had great comedy albums and stuff. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 7:34, 26 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I want to get to this story a bit later on about how you can make money off of eating downtown. Boy. I just like to eat downtown. If I can make money off of it, how's how's that going to work out? I'll share that with you coming up later on. And Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott coming in. Also, Moundsville's manager, Rick Healy. We're looking back on 2023 in both the Mound Town and the Friendly City. That's all coming up. But right now at 735, 25 before the hour, with around 44, 45 degrees everywhere here in the Valley, let's check Ohio Valley headlines from the WTF TV7 Newsroom and Rebecca Little. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your 7 News headlines for this Thursday, December 28th. A house fire broke out last night in Jefferson County. Authorities have confirmed the structure fire was on Township Road 260 in Richmond. Multiple firefighting units were on scene. Details are still limited right now, so be sure to stay with 7 News and WTRF.com for updates. Continuing coverage now, the Pennsylvania State Police are still searching for Paul Miller Lautner Jr. He is a 49-year-old Wheeling man wanted for a domestic assault incident last year. 
He is believed to be out of state and driving a white 2001 Chevy Silverado. Police are urging the public to be cautious if they come across him. If you have any information, you can contact 724-697-5780. And a new law is set to be introduced in the Buckeye State next year, regulating children's use of social media and online services. Attorney General Dave Yost is informing the public about this Ohio State law, which empowers parents with oversight of their children's online activities. The Parental Notification by Social Media Operators Act, approved by the General Assembly in July, will take effect on January 15th. Starting that day, operators must obtain parental consent before establishing accounts for children under the age of 16. And Appalachian Power is donating money to assist food banks across its service area spanning three states. A total of $75,000 will be distributed to food banks across Virginia, West Virginia and Tennessee over the holiday season. Among those near us include the Soup Kitchen of Greater Wheeling and Catholic Charities Neighborhood Center. You can head to our website, WTRF.com, for a full list of all those receiving contributions from Appalachian Power. That was a look at your 7 News headlines. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a tremendous Thursday, Ohio Valley. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. <laughs> Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Come on in, baby, take a coat off. Come on in, baby, take a load off. Come on in, baby, sick the blues off. I'm gonna love that frown away. Come on in, baby, put a smile on. Come on in, baby, tell me what's wrong. Come on in, the blues will be long gone. I'm gonna love your hurt away. Hey, we 
should add this to our uh, opening song. Uh, like It's kind of like, uh, you know, look who's coming to the door. I like this, baby. Come in, come in. All right. 7.40, till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. A couple of texts I want to share with you. Uh, talking about the Smothers Brothers. I think she was on. Well, the text is Goldie Hawn, sock it to me. I think Goldie Hawn was on the Smothers Brothers, but sock it to me came from laughing. Yeah, that was laughing. That was laughing. You remember Tricky Dicky Nixon? At one point, said, "Suck it to me." Another, yeah. n- my mom would laugh, and I'm going, "What? What?" Yeah, laughing was something special. Uh, let's see, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I don't know what I <laughs> don't know what we're being thanked for, but uh, certainly we would we'll accept the uh, accept the compliment and the praise. Maybe we get the uh, maybe we get online, Howard. Maybe that maybe the thanks wasn't for you and I. Well, I don't think so because because oh. the, the next text is "Good morning." <laughs> is your streaming service down this morning? Signed a loyal listener. Yes. Again, it, last night we were required by ESPN to turn our streaming off in order to bring you the Dukes-Mayo Bowl game. But it hasn't come back up. I don't, I'm not, not sure about why. So, uh, so, But thank you, for again, for texting us and letting us know. Promise you we're working on it. Uh, or somebody's working on it. I don't know who's working on it. Um, Frio Stack, Ox Service, text line 304-214-1600. Let's welcome in from the Big 7, WTRF-TV, Tyler Vanji is here. Good morning, Tyler. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. I guess I missed you uh, at the. Uh, at, you came here for the Christmas party. I was already gone by the time you got here. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but the food was great. You missed out. Yes, I, I didn't. Have, Bob, I don't think I ate any food at all when I was here, did I? Well, you know, we got sitting around talking. That was my fault because when Justin from the Big Seven got here, he was hungry, and we didn't have any food out food yet. Was out. Yeah, <laughs> wow, man, we gotta get the food out quick. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, you had a good time at least visiting with us, Tyler. Even though I didn't get to see, you, I hope you had a good time at our party. Of course, of course, it's always a great time to meet uh, some locals around the. The, the area, it's just great to meet uh, people. You know, I don't get a whole lot to do that. I'm always behind the camera, so you guys get to see me, but I don't see you. Hey, hang on a second, Tyler. Bob, were any of the crazies here to meet him? I mean, did, did, did oh, he? Oh, yeah, there was a couple. Did he meet normal people, or did he meet some of the uh, Watchdog Radio Network crazies? There was a mixture, Howard. Okay, all right, so you may have met some of the crazies. <laughs> all right. Tyler, I think I would call this morning a sloppy morning. Yeah, it's a little foggy start, I guess you could say, but um, it's shaping up to look nice. I mean, from south to north, we'll get rid of cloud coverage today. All the fog will be gone by 9 a.m., and then and a little bit of sunshine to enjoy for our Thursday before the nasty weather rolls through Friday into Saturday. First of all, let me focus on the good thing you said, a little bit of sunshine today. That'll be I didn't recognize that, so that's good, a little, a little bit of sunshine. It's going to be warm again today, right? Uh, pushing close to 50, I think. Yeah, we'll max out right around the low 50s. I have downtown Wheeling maxing out right around 51 degrees. But, yeah, usually when you see fog in the morning, I'll let you guys in on a little insight. Typically, all right, typically, when you wake up to fog out there, just know the second half of your day is going to be all right. All right, so that sounds good. Now, I didn't like the second thing you said was just ahead of all of the, I don't know what you use, the troubles or the problems. So we've got, we've got some semi-nasty weather coming. Maybe not nasty is not right, but not the greatest weather coming up, right? It's just a little quick reminder that, hey, it's still December and uh, it's still <laughs> winter. But yeah, yeah, Friday night we'll see the wind switch back from the north, so nobody's a fan of that. But it's going to get cold Friday night into Saturday, which could allow for a little bit of snow showers. We'll see a lake effect band pushing through. But by the time we wake up, honestly, on Saturday 
8, 9 o'clock. We'll see some snow flurries, but other than that, the rest of your day is just cloud coverage trending dry. So not too bad, but yeah, just a quick reminder for us all. We're talking about snow showers or a flake or a flurry? I mean, just I'm making the distinction uh, there. Accumulations in the higher terrains, okay. but for the most of us, it's going to be that wet snow that we just dealt with. That We'll see it coming down, but it's going to turn right into rain water on the surface there. Okay. I, you know, Bob, I didn't ask you, or Tyler, I'll ask you, uh, I was, of course, out of town for a, a bit of the last week. We were down at the Greenbrier in White Sulphur Springs. We had uh, a, a really nice snow. I say nice. It made things look nice, you know, kind of messed up the roads for a bit down there. Um, but it was a cumulative snow. I mean, it gathered on the ground, and you could, you know, we had a, a covering of white. Did did you get a cumulative snow up here when I was gone? I don't believe so. Tyler's the expert. Tyler, how are you? It, it was a dusting but nothing measurable i i can't say it's an inch maybe to those in the far north hancock jefferson county seeing in the higher terrains you know in the woods not on the roadways they they probably saw about an inch uh but all right, so we're gonna have some, maybe some snow uh, friday night saturday morning uh mixed with rain the rain itself though sticks with us for a while right yeah, we're going to be stuck with the cloudy conditions. Honestly, it's very, very spotty as we head through this weekend. We have a low pressure to our west. It is likely to develop as we head closer to, like I said, Friday night into Saturday. But that's about the biggest pack of punch we're going to see from the system moving forward Sunday into Monday. So your New Year's night, a great chance to go out and just check out some fireworks. There will be some cloud coverage. It's going to be cloudy Sunday into Monday, but the better chance to see the rain returning Monday during the day on New Year's. So it's not really impacting everyone when they're out Sunday night trying to see the fireworks and spend time with family. Well, you got to be careful on Sunday night. They may be out trying to see the fireworks. I don't want people to be making fireworks, if you understand what I'm saying. It tends to be a, <laughs> you know, it tends to be a party night, so uh, the weather will be – but it's still going to be rainy, though, right? Yeah, just some spotty rain out there. Keep the umbrella around as you're watching the fireworks, but other than that, We'll keep, be all right. Keep your keep your wits about you is the is the is the key thing. It's been a long. Do you go out and party on on New Year's Eve? Do I? I used to. We used to be huge into the fireworks. My dad would have like every firework known to man, but don't tell anybody that because <laughs> I'm sure that some of those weren't allowed in PA. But gotcha, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I used to be a big New Year's Eve partier. I have not been out to party. New Bob, have you been out to party New Year's Eve? Maybe once or twice in my whole life. Yeah, I mean, I used to, you know, when I was dating, would go out and party. It was a, you know, typical great date night. Um, and after Nancy and I got married, we went to a couple of the, like, the, the firemen had a New Year's Eve party at the Civic Arena, things like that. Um, but it's been, it's been 20 years probably since we've actually gone out. We get together with some friends of ours. And we order up as much seafood as we possibly can, and uh, we just sit at home and we eat. That's all we do. And uh, well, for um, for that idea, if you're trying to do seafood, that's actually what we did for Christmas. But um, Sam's Club, great op- opportunity to grab a bulk item of uh, seafood. So that's my go-to. But hey, I did have an idea for those parents out there that want to celebrate New Year's, but you know the kiddos they have to go to bed a little bit early. Right. What you do is you. Get a little bit of uh, something to hold the balloons up on the on the ceiling, a little bit of tape. And then what you do is you grab a YouTube video from the last year, because kids aren't going to know the difference between 2023 <laughs> ball dropping and 2024. Oh, gotcha. But, you know, cool idea for the kids to get involved, get your family involved, because they're not going to be able to stay up until midnight. So just an idea for everyone that has kids out there. That's not a bad idea at all. Sort of a, 
you know, a faux, I won't call it fake, a faux ball drop for the kids. And then uh, now you kiddies go to sleep. Mommy and Daddy will go in and pop the cork uh, ourselves and have a real ball drop. I like that. That's a great idea. That's great fine. idea. So, uh, yeah, we that's what we order a lot of seafood, and we just sit around and we eat. And it, it's, it's so bad. I used to go out and party on New Year's Eve. I am lucky if I can stay awake to watch the ball drop anymore. That's now. Now, how do you cook this seafood? Are 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 we doing straight beer and a little bit of Old Bay? And Old Bay, some lemon yeah. juice. You got it right. You got it exactly right. A little beer and Old Bay. Um, yeah, that's my go-to. Yep, that's uh, put some Old Bay in there, and yee, baby, life is good. Um, a little bit of cayenne. Yep. Wow. Yep. And we uh, <laughs> we did the same thing for Christmas Eve. We had our family over on Christmas Eve. And we always have shrimp, so we had the three pounds of shrimp for the family. And then Christmas Day, the family is back again. We had three pounds more. And I sent my wife out. I shouldn't say I sent her out. That's a terrible way to phrase it. But my wife chose to go out on Christmas Eve to Coleman's. And she said, you know, I'm not sure that six pounds is enough for this family. <laughs> so she got another three pounds for us. So we, so we had plenty of shrimp and other seafood. Hey, Tyler, I got to run. Always good talking to you. Uh, I guess we talk to you again tomorrow, right? That's right. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, Tyler. Tyler Avangi from the Big 7, WTRF-TV 45, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 44 to Highlands, 42 in Elm Grove, and 43 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. It's 7.50, 10 till the hour. It was a big win for Neil Brown and for the Mountaineers in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl game. We'll talk about it and more in Slider on Sports next. My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know, the goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal. And we're going to keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news. From the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley, the Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's, only on The Watchdog. During this special holiday season, the health plan wants to share a message of warmth, security, and peace of mind. As the snow falls and families gather, we understand the importance of being together and feeling safe during this special time of the year. From all of us at the Health Plan, we wish you and your loved ones a joyous holiday filled with laughter, love, and peace. The Health Plan. We're here for on you. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. When you live in the country, everybody is your neighbor. On this one thing you can rely. Yeehaw! They'll all come to see you and never ever leave you saying, Y'all come to see us by and by. Y'all come! Y'all come! Y'all come! Y'all come! Y'all come.
It's always country bumper music on a Thursday. I forget it's Thursday because I haven't been here for eight days and this is a short week for us. So yeah, it's Thursday and that means country bumper music and you're mixing up the ladies and the gents today, I noticed, Bob, which is a, it's an equal opportunity country day today. We're trying, Howard. It's a 7.52, 8 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A quick mention, because uh, I'm still getting lots of texts. The good news is apparently a lot of people listen to us online. I'm getting a lot of texts about the fact that our listening live service online is down. It is. However, however, I double-checked this in the last break to make sure. If you go to watchdognetwork.com, scroll down to the uh, video feed. The video feed is actually working today, uh, and you can actually see me. Hello, if you're there. And you can listen through that feed, which is different than our online feed. So check it out at watchdognetwork.com. Scroll down to the video feed in the middle of the screen, and there I will be, and the big Watchdog logo will be, and um, and you can listen to us that way. It's 8 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, and it's time once again for Slider on Sports. Last night in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Duke Mayo Bowl. Is it the Duke or Dukes? See, that's, I, I looked it up last night, and Metro News calls it Dukes. Okay, let me do that again. The Dukes Mayo Bowl. You heard it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Trigon Ray scored on the very first play from scrimmage. A 75-yard touchdown pass, giving the West Virginia Mountaineers the early lead, and they never looked back. The Mountaineers win big 30-10 over the Tar Heels of North Carolina. WVU quarterback Garrett Green was the game's most valuable player, throwing for 204 yards and a touchdown. Beanie Bishop Jr. returned a punt 78 yards also for a Mountaineer touchdown. The season began with West Virginia predicted to win one game and finished dead last in the Big 12 Conference. The season ended with head coach Neil Brown having mayonnaise poured over his head <laughs> after a bowl victory in front of thousands of Mountaineer fans who made the trip to Charlotte. Congratulations to head coach Brown and Mountaineer fans wherever you may be. WVU 30, North Carolina 10, West Virginia finishes the season 9-4. and four. Tuesday evening on Long Island in New York, the Pittsburgh Penguins exploded for seven goals as they shut out the New York Islanders 7 to nothing. Jake Gensel and Evgeny Malkin each scored two goals. Defenseman Chris Letang had six assists, including five in the second period alone. Tristan Jari stopped all 21 shots he faced for his fourth Shut out of the season. Latang made NHL history, becoming the only defenseman to score five points in one period. Next up for the Penguins, they host the St. Louis Blues Saturday. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Thursday night football tonight, the Cleveland Browns host the New York Jets. The Browns are favored by 7.5 points. Kickoff is at 8.15. Normally, you could catch all the Browns action on the Watchdog Network. But but tonight, we will have Wheeling Central Boys Basketball at 8 o'clock. That's because the Maroon, Maroon Knights are playing in a holiday tournament in Oakland, Maryland. They won last night. They defeated Armstrong High School. Hold on a minute. Yes. Jerry going to Oakland, Maryland? He was there last night. Wow. <laughs> he was Jerry. there last night. <laughs> I am proud of you, pal. He's dedicated, Howard. That's he is it. the voice really? of the Maroon Knights, Absolutely. and he was there last night. They defeated Armstrong High School 71-62. to They advance, and they will play tonight at 8 o'clock. We'll have it right here on the home of Wheeling Central, the Watchdog Radio Network. Jerry Ames flying solo, too, Howard. Man. 
So uh, he will get on the air right around 7.55. Go Knights. Slider on Sports Time, 7.56. I'm serious. I'm really impressed with you. I mean, that's a – That's a two-hour drive. That's a – yeah, you know, that's a that's a trek. And it's <laughs> hit, not hit. a regular season game. It's a tournament – holiday tournament, right? Yeah. So he's hustling over there tonight. You know, I, I imagine he works today. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Are there is there good food over there someplace? Well, there's got to be. Is that what this is? That <laughs> what it's all about? There's got to be. The is trouble he, is, he doesn't have that much time to eat because he's by himself. You know, Stormy usually gives him a break. Jerry can maybe whoop down a piece of slice of pizza real quick or something. You know, whoop down a burger. But hell, Howard, he's he's flying solo. So he's driving back over to Oakland, Maryland uh, this evening. I know, Jerry. He's probably going to drive a little bit early, find that special restaurant that he knows, and he'll have a nice meal. I'll bet you. I bet you. But that is dedication. That's what I would do. If yes. I was going to do I'd be. I'd say, all right, I, you know, I've got to work. Key thing then would be to find a good place to eat. And the uh, the Maroon Knights are just uh, playing out, uh, lights out basketball. Are they still playing as well? I haven't followed the last couple of games. They are. They, they won again just, last they night. They were kicking butt in the and, beginning. And if you don't want to make the trip, no problem at all. We'll have it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. All right. Coming up today uh, at noon, it is, you know what? It's a Thursday. It's Donnie Gilbert. Yes, this Thursday on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show on the Watchdog Radio Network. Softball icon J.W. DeProsperous will be the co-host. Nelson Croft and Wendy Neubauer will be in with the pet of the week. Will it be a snake? No, he doesn't do snakes anymore. <laughs> it probably be a dog or a cat. <laughs> All right. The pet of the week from the Ohio County Animal Shelter. Uh, Melissa Caulfield. I met her last week. She's awesome. She was a lot of fun. From the Lucky Duck. I told her I, quack, lo- quack. I love that commercial. Ho, 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 quack. I love the commercial. Melissa Caulfield from Lucky Duck is in. Uh, Jason Burgey and Tim McCormick from the Silver Rail will be by today on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. Uh, let's see. Tony Iannarelli will be in with this weekend's ACDC Kiss at the Wheeling Island Racetrack. Must be a concert, I guess. Huh? Sounds like it. Or somebody's going to get kissed. I don't know. Um, Hard to believe he can get all that in three hours, Howard. And he's not done yet. Oh, there's more. No, because you still have to get the top five in the NFL picks in. Forgot about Bear. With Bear and Lola and Mr. Mr. Wright. All of whom were at our party last week, whom I had a chance. I was here for a very short period of time, but I got to see. I got to meet your buddy Bear for the Bear. first time. Bear, yes, sir. He's a, he's a nice guy. He is big a, guy. He's a big guy. I, I probably should have taken one look and said, you must be Bear. There's Bear right there. I can tell. <laughs> the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show today from noon until 3 right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. And then tomorrow, of course, it'll be uh, the Pine Room Boys from noon to 3, as always, on uh, the Friday edition of the Watchdog Radio Network. And you know, I, we do have the video feed up this morning. First time I've tried this. In first time I've tried this. Period. And it's me. Just picture me, and you know the logo occasionally. I watched the Watchdog, the the Pine Room guys do the videos. They had like four screens with holiday pictures all around them. They, those guys know what they're doing. I think Jub's the director and the producer. Howard, I gotta talk to Jub about. I gotta, I gotta make myself a little more exciting than just a picture of me staring at the screen here. I'm gonna tell you, but you can do that, and that is one way you can listen to us online today, and the only way right now until we get the online streaming fixed. Uh, just about eight o'clock. ABC covers the world. That's coming up next. Uh, Wheeling Mayor Glenn Elliott in with us in the next half hour, and uh, Moundsville Manager Rick Healy following that. WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. 
I'm Derek Dennis. New developments over former President Trump's 2024 election bid. The Colorado Republican Party has appealed a state Supreme Court decision that found Trump is ineligible for the presidency under the 14th Amendment for his role in the January 6th insurrection. And in Trump's federal case over January 6th? The special counsel Jack Smith said today he's convinced Trump is going to try to inject politics into the proceeding, and so he asked the judge not to let him do it. He wants Trump's defense barred from making certain arguments, like Trump is being vindictively prosecuted at President Biden's direction. ABC's Aaron Katursky, criticism for Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley after she was asked in a New Hampshire town hall last night what caused the Civil War and failed to directly blame slavery, but talked about the government's role instead. The government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. Critics say there's no question the Civil War was fought predominantly over the South's desire to maintain slavery. On the migrant crisis at the southern border, a high-level meeting with Mexico's president and a U.S. delegation spawning a new task force. Sources telling ABC News that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas pushed Mexico to step up immigration enforcement within their country, help reopen ports of entry, and encourage migrants to stay in Mexico. Mexico's foreign affairs minister heeding that request, telling reporters after the meeting that as part of the new task force, Mexico will regularly meet with countries in Central and Latin America. ABC's Rachel Bay. Today is one of the busiest travel days of the year, but the post-Christmas travel rush is facing storms rolling across the Midwest and the Northeast. Expect your travel time to be up to possibly 20% longer and double the delays if you live in places like D.C., San Francisco, or Denver. ABC's Faith Abube. Experts recommend getting to the airport at least two to three hours ahead. You're Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. No tourists at a world-famous site. The Eiffel Tower is shutting down because of a strike over contract negotiations with the city of Paris. Tourists can still walk around beneath the tower, but access to the tower itself is closed for the time being, according to an Eiffel Tower spokesperson. It's unclear how long the strike will last. Wednesday also marked 100 years since the death of the Eiffel Tower's creator, Gustave Eiffel. In Esdal Equitera, ABC News at the foreign desk. More USAID approved for Ukraine a quarter billion dollars worth of hardware and ammunition. A Colorado congresswoman jumping districts hoping she has a better chance to win. Representative Lauren Boebert on Facebook saying she'll now run in Colorado's more conservative 4th district after polling showed she might lose where she lives now. This announcement is a fresh start following a pretty difficult year for me and my family. Boebert complaining about what she calls Hollywood elites fundraising to beat her in the current district where she will now let another Republican run. She will run in a far more conservative part of the state. 
Andy Field, ABC News. Some of Apple's highest-end Apple watches on sale again today. A federal court putting a sales ban on hold at issue a patent fight over the sensors that measure blood oxygen levels in both the Series 9 and Ultra 2 versions of the watch. And it's a literal dog bites man story. That's forcing an NBA player out indefinitely. Denver's Aaron Gordon, bitten several times Christmas Day, needs stitches to his hand and face. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle.